think, how many are we? Seven. I think we are going to be more or less seven today. Yeah. Are you sure? It's almost 10 past, so I don't know if anyone else. I didn't look who signed up. I never look anymore. <laughs> like, so I don't know. But Yeah. I, I was looking for the, um, the part of the story where they mentioned the name of the parasite because I, I had to look uh, uh, in the dictionary what, what it was and I found an image, <laughs> Eugenia, I found an image of the parasite and it was not like the one uh, <laughs> in the fruit. In the background, but I, I can't find it now. <laughs> But uh, it was um, a tiny book. <laughs> Nothing to, to do with. Um, I dislike this kind of <laughs> parasite thingies ever since there was a boy in my school that was very, very fat. And every, and he was like, because he was so fat uh, and we were teenagers, every, uh, every girl in my class was like, oh, uh, he could be so be so handsome, but he's so fat. And turns out he had a, a parasite in his in his <laughs> in his stomach. So yeah. um, he got it removed, and he um, he lost about like thirty thirty five kilos due to that mm. thing, the worm being removed. It was Athena, and oh my god. But don't so they do like, like the opposite thing? Like I've heard stories of like they eat the food you consume basically. So you are very thin. Yeah, that's what I've heard as well. Yeah. But there are others. It depends, it depends on, the, um, on the type. But he had a, such a large tenia that it was like <laughs> the ones that are meters and meters long. So gross. Yeah. So, so the tenia itself weighs <laughs> thirty-five so kilos. Oh my god! <laughs> I was traumatized. Poor guy. The thing is, it was confusing. Like, like the whole story. The the parasite they mention is is in the intestines, and then all these summaries talk about an STD, yeah. which is a bit confusing. Yeah, <laughs> they are very different things. <laughs> Yeah. I, I read uh, it was transmitted via feces. Uh, feces. Uh, maybe he, they they got um, they got it because of uh, low hygiene or something or I don't know. Mm. Yeah, there are some of them that are found in like stale food rotten things that you eat that's why they end up in your intestines maybe um, because it seems that the the the, the main character got it from the this guy in in mexico maybe that this guy was not so um i mean he had he he maybe his hands were dirty or something or he had not i don't know <laughs> well, you can get it. You can get it through anal sex. I'll have you know, which is what yeah. happens in Mexico. Doesn't have to, but um, if if there's there's not enough uh, hygiene, I don't know. I don't know really, but uh, I I think it's possible to to get a bug uh, in 
in if if you don't have um, um, Like proper hygiene yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but what I, I didn't see that they said specifically what parasite it was no they don't they say it's a family a family yeah. or a, a, a relation of of this one that we're Abjardia. talking about sorry they were uh, it's the the parasite they have is a family of the parasite that you're describing, that, that they actually mention by name. They say that it's a, a cousin or a something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's similar, but it's not the same. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe they, they got it they eating um, food they were not used to. Or, uh, you insist on giving it an innocent explanation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. I think <laughs> it, it's not HIV. <laughs> anyway, uh, are we? Uh, I mean, I, 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 if you want my opinion about the the story, uh, I I I like the story because of uh, the. Uh, a literary quality of the story. I think it's uh, uh, not a, a linear story. It has so many not so common words, or uh, it has so many slang words, or very specific uh, words uh, related to um, or locations, I, I have to look uh, where some places they, they, they mentioned uh, where, and um, and in the, the way to to go back and forward to different uh, moments and um, and so in, in the, the way so intimate um, uh, uh, the, 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 the main character um, describes the story, and uh, I think it's um, it's very difficult to to write a, a, such a, a story in such a way. So um, that that's what I I did like most of of, of it. Hmm. Yeah, we can do like a quick round. It's like, I mean, there's so few of us, but we can still <laughs> do like our little round of what everybody your first impression if you liked it or didn't like it or anything. So Aurora started us. So thank you. Aurora. <laughs> um, I don't know. Jessica, what did you think overall of the story? Um, I'm honestly not sure. <laughs> I'm confused. Um, it's yeah. The writing is very special. Yeah. And it, 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 drags you about from one place to another from it's, it's very it just moves you around maybe too much mm. uh, so it makes it confusing I mean you, uh, I read it today and things are still sinking in but I suppose that's that's not that's not bad necessarily it's as Aurora said it's you have to have um, it's quite an achievement to write like that mm. Um, 
I suppose, I'm not sure if I liked it, but I recognise that it's well written in its own style. Yeah, Oop, you just froze right at the end there. <clears throat> Thankfully, it was at the end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we heard more or less everything. Uh, let's see. Eugenia, what did you think of this story? Mm, I hated it. <laughs> really? The fashion. It was horrible. I really disliked it. <laughs> Uh, I think it's been a while since I didn't like a story um, we read here in, in these online discussions before because I could find it, nothing good in it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I really, I, I'm really envious of, of Jessica and Aurora because at least they found the writing interesting. I didn't. I just thought it was confusing for the sake of being confusing or more original or more quirky. I hated it <laughs> and um, I kept reading and I was like mm, I don't know where I am I don't know why I'm doing I don't know I don't know why I'm doing this I want to do literally anything else I don't want to keep reading this um, I don't understand anything and I feel stupid <laughs> so and I I really thought that I would come uh, to the discussion and I would be the only one that didn't understand a single thing so um, there, I, there were some things that I could assume like for example that mm, the main character was a man and he was um, his partner was another man and uh, he went to Mexico and things like that uh, and that he was recently unemployed and he had a problem with this man named I thought it was Terry but I like <sighs> life of me um, but even even after I, I finished the story and read it again I found myself like second guessing everything I read like I'm sure I'm getting it wrong somehow because it was just so obscure and so confusing and to me the, um, this confusion achieved nothing is serve no, no specific purpose but to I don't know mess up things for the reader so yeah I hated it <laughs> I'm sorry uh if I had to fill up um 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 I don't know if I had to give it a mark it would be a zero <laughs> absolutely I thought you would like it because it's the stream of consciousness. It's like on the road. It's like the same technique. Yeah, but even I like on the road so much more than this than, than I find myself not believing in. Uh, next to this, on the road was a literary masterpiece. And I, I really think it's not. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think even the um, James Joyce's Ulysses is better than this. I think it's more about of it course. than this. Why did you say that? I think that's incredible. Like, <laughs> so, what course. did you just say? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I stand by my opinion, okay? I, I understood that more than this. <laughs> Okay. I did love I did love Ulysses. Uh, all the all three times I've read it. <laughs> yeah. So please, please. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> okay, we won't say anything about that. <laughs> That's good. It's good to have different opinions. So I'm glad you didn't like it. <laughs> um Hello, our new friends. We don't know your name. <laughs> Do you want to say? Boris coming, Galaxy 20. 
There's a lot of very specific references as well as Aurora was saying, which is confusing. <laughs> actually, I'm using this first, uh, this uh, for the first time. That's why actually I was just trying to listen what you guys are saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, well, feel free to jump in whenever you want. Our discussions are usually sort of free for all so just hop in when you want to um andrea what did you think about the story i didn't like it either like sorry but i was so confused like all the time that i couldn't enjoy it like i was like in awe like all the time like i don't understand anything um when i finished the story i i want to like uh believe at least that there is like a more abstract interpretation like maybe the parasite and even the weeds in the garden like represent the things that you swallow and refuse to acknowledge or accept them so they like appear like in some somehow in a negative way like maybe because at the end like the scene where he called her his partner um tell his tell him everything i guess but no i didn't enjoy it <laughs> fair enough and adrian what did you think i did like it i i enjoyed uh, reading it um i, I thought that it was uh, groundbreaking in many different ways. It felt fresh. We've been reading so many classic tests, these authors that are, yeah, masterpiece pieces, but suddenly you read something that is at least original. And while maybe it's not pioneering anything, because it's everything has been already invented, at least it was, at least it was innovative in, in many of the elements and, and the structure and how it presents the information to us so we can get a picture of what is uh, happening. So I enjoyed a lot reading it and making the mental puzzle, trying to fit in all the little data uh, pieces that are shown to us. Um, because information is presented fragmented, sometimes via inconnex dialogues. It's like a shattered crystal that we have to put together somehow. And uh, not only the style and the structure, I also enjoy the themes. Uh, it's talking about homosexuality, STDs, or whatever the parasite is in an original uh, way of saying it. It's talking too about, about uh, work relations, about uh, father-son relations. It's touching some deep themes there that affect us as individuals and as a society. So what's not to like? The structure is absolutely, absolutely groundbreaking, and the themes... Are, are good too, so I like um, I, yeah, I think I f I'm a little like Jessica, I'm not 100% sure yet how I feel about it. Um, like, I, I do like the themes that it touches on, sort of like the guilt and 
shame of this disease of an STI. And um, that I think, I don't know, it's like, it's a very specific type of person that is the character. So it's like this culture of like, you're queer in your 20s in a big city, a big American city, and you go out to party and this, and it's like a very specific type of person that either you're, if you're part of that culture, like you get something out of it because like you recognize it and you recognize your feelings. Or if you're interested in that culture, then you get something out of it. And I don't necessarily fall into either of those categories. So there was definitely times where I'm just like, Ugh, I don't want to hang out with this person anymore. Like the narrator, like I was like, okay, I'm confused to leave me alone for a bit now. Like I don't want to be with you anymore. You're annoying. But like, I do think it was well written. and I do think it's interesting. I mean, it's the stream of consciousness technique, which I, I don't love, but I like those moments where you're not quite sure where you are in time and how they connect. I do. I did enjoy that. Where, where Adrian, where do you get the father-son relationship from? Omer didn't read that, right? Doesn't he go with his uh, father to find uh, to, to the sea to find uh, these uh, these things? Yeah. yeah. Moment, yeah, with the father. Yeah, like a boat. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And from, for a moment there, I was doubting, like very confused <laughs> for what I was happening. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Did you say more that uh, you found the the main character annoying? Just like I, I, I don't know. Like I've known people like the main character, and they're not the people that I would necessarily hang out with. It's just like I find them a bit annoying. Well, I shouldn't generalize like that. Yeah, like I found the main character a bit annoying, unrelatable somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I can't say I have anything, I can't find anything to do with any of the characters or the, or, or so, but uh, I, I did like it out, just out of curiosity uh, to, to, to find, uh, because it's so well um, described and depicted this uh, far away in, from here, the far away city is this, this sort of of young people living these lives, and it's it's you get so so well the the idea of how it is. I I find it I find it very very just just interesting. It's as if I was watching a movie. And um, I I do not have anything. I I don't find any point of contact with these characters or or the story. I can recognize um, how how they are. And that's that's very interesting. But uh, annoying, maybe. His ex boss uh, find him a little annoying <laughs> when he gets in the, in the, in his office, but uh, I don't know. That's Maybe true. He's, 
there's, there's absolutely, for me as well, there's absolutely nothing in common. The no point of contact is like we're different. Oh, you froze again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now you're back. <laughs> now I can see you again. <laughs> no, that I agree with you that I have nothing in common and it's not because of the homosexuality it's not because of the partying it's something i don't know intangible mm. but it's like they're different species mm. yeah but it's interesting it's uh, yeah I, it's interesting it's, it's like uh, I, it reminds me of some movies i i what i've seen before i can't remember which ones but uh, there are movies that uh, represent uh, um, very elite very small specific uh, urban cult cultures no uh, or groups or bands or i don't know how how to to name them but uh, this this urban specific uh, groups and uh, and well, that that's um, interesting for me <laughs> just out of curiosity or whatever i think the narrator is very unlikable <laughs> he makes no effort to for us to find something minimally good or positive about him but i think maybe that's the point like he's not meant um, for us to like him but he just is I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, I found it, uh, I have to agree with you, Mo, I, I found him very annoying, <laughs> very, he cheats on his partner, he's, he's disgusting, uh, that, that's bad, and, and, and you see someone doing it and, and not feeling, I do believe, I can't remember very well, and I can't be sure of anything I've read in this story, but um, he, I, I remember he feels a bit guilty, but not like someone should feel. Oh, no, he feels very guilty. That's the whole thing. Yeah, but to me, it was a bit phony. <laughs> he said, yeah, I feel guilty, but he kept on with his partner and said nothing and acted like it was not a big deal. And I was like, you frustrate me. <laughs> so... And it's because of, of the narrator that the partner is sick as well, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I guess uh, the partner didn't know that he cheated on him. Yeah, it's like all those times when it's uh, those very unfair situations when someone has an STD, doesn't tell their partner, and their partner ends up with, I don't know, HIV or things like that. They're, are very serious conditions and just because one person was insincere because there are cases where the people people don't know that they have these conditions but there are some people that do and still don't tell their partners knowing <laughs> what it's going to happen i, I get it's a it's a difficult conversation to have but it seems very selfish 
But I, I think that he, I don't agree. He's he's very feels very very guilty to the point that he feels his parasite is talking to me to him. You know, he's he's going, he's uh, giving this this guilt uh, uh, persona. You know, this parasite, and he ends up having to to tell him everything after seeing that he's gotten slightly mad. But he. Like for me, like the scene, the scene that for me was the like what the fuck, what I don't know what is happening was when when he's talking with his parasite. Like I get that idea. I think it's a good idea, but they talk about me Mexican art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like why? <laughs> Which makes sense because of the trip that they do to Mexico. What happens there? Like the parasite is reminding him, his subconscious, his conscious, whatever, about Mexico. Yeah, but I don't know. I wish he would be more like direct in order to. Well, ah, okay. It's, it's like his guilty voice remind him. But at the beginning, I didn't understand anything. Of what are you saying? <laughs> Yeah, I thought he was high. <laughs> like, he was talking to his parasite. And I was like, this person is so clearly on drugs. <laughs> but he wasn't. So it, it had me very confused at some point. Yeah, maybe maybe he got some fevers uh, from the parasite <laughs> as well or something. Or maybe he was... Um, uh, he was a little sick. Uh, I I I I can't uh, remember the word. Um, okay, he was not so well. <laughs> Besides, uh, apart left apart the the, the parasite. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's, he's not that's... taking his medication mm -hmm. for it, so he's like feeling all the effects. I mean, I don't know that we're supposed to think that logically about him talking to the parasite. It's just meant to be. Uh, another surreal element I mean the whole story is very surreal it's like it's this parasite that you have but it causes like plants to grow in your garden or like where you go like the whole thing is kind of absurd to begin with mm -hmm. as well it's as, as if he had some kind of <clears throat> he, he, as if he was delirious because of uh, some kind of fever or something or maybe because he, he felt so guilty. So I, I didn't understand anything. When I started reading it, I didn't understand it either. But <laughs> I just kept going and uh, yeah, I, I, I had to, to search uh, quite a lot of things <laughs> in internet. <laughs> to try and understand, but um, even if you don't uh, get to understand everything, but it, it's a uh, uh, I found out that they they, they lived in near the in the west coast, no, in, in near Seattle, uh, where this um, uh, when uh, this this uh, small. Um, um goal for uh, where where he went with his father it was uh, in near Seattle. Um, 
it's kind kind of uh, you can travel <laughs> instantly instantly travel to 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 uh, far far uh, places. I must say I found the uh, boring Oregon part very funny. <laughs> I found it hilarious because I don't know it was so silly and so out of nowhere and I was like boring Oregon <laughs> okay but I knew it existed there are a lot of like funny uh, city names that I don't know some some for some reason I found them very hilarious and I wasn't expecting it it was out of nowhere in the story and it was a nice touch for me <laughs> I just remember because because of uh, our talk about a comment about places in the story I didn't really get the the, the plants uh, unless it's the idea of something becoming overwhelming. It's just it's out of control. I don't know. I didn't really get the plants. Yeah, I wasn't sure how it all tied in. It almost seemed like something maybe from like an earlier draft of the story, but then it just got kind of left in. But he didn't really do much. With it. Yes, it depends on how we want to interpret it. Like if we see the parasite as a metaphor or um, an analogy somehow of how the relationship is falling apart and is disintegrated, is sick. So there's an illness between them. And we see the plants, which if I understood it correctly, they, the plants that are growing are not healthy, beautiful plants. These are the kind of plants that he wants to get rid of. And they are eating the garden. They are invading the garden that is slowly falling apart. Not exactly falling apart, but becoming something wrong, right? And I think that's what happened with the parasite inside his body. And it's what is happening with their relationship. And it's what is happening in the garden in three different levels. If we want to interpret it that way. I like, in general, in the story, I like how nothing has levels. Like, I, I feel that that's mostly how somehow part of the queer world works, where there's no binary positions where you stand or classifications that are categorized where you have to be inside a tick or a box or something to, to, to be classified as something, but you just flow without labels and then you interpret and go to this side or to this other or to this point or to another point as, as, as it goes playing along with with life and i think that this story is much like that it's not i'm a man i like this and everything around me is perfectly clear is no I, I have this relationship that we have a lot of problems and this happened and now i have a parasite that my partner has and uh, I feel guilty and then I'm not communicating the same way with my partner and wow, all this all this that is happening around is like a mix of, of a hurricane where everything is bouncing from one side to the other. And I feel that that reflects quite well this subculture, this world of uh, queer and, and well, all the stuff that surrounds, surrounds the characters. Did you know anything about the author before? 
because I, I was um, just checking a couple of um, things in internet and see she, she in, uh, I, I read I, I didn't read I saw a couple of interviews and she is identified as a she but she's a she's queer she's a she appears uh, to be a man a male and um, and and the interviews uh, were talking all the time all the time about these queer um, issues no so maybe she or he or whatever and did you say that they identify us as a, as a, as a she yeah. yeah she's just in there then in the interview, uh, in the blog, introducing the interview, uh, ref they were referring to her as a she all the time. Yeah, yeah they refer to her constantly as a she, and her appearance and the in even the operations she's had to look more male, mm -hmm. but she doesn't seem to be wanted to, to be referred to as mm, as a male, uh, but it seems to be like. Uh, advancing in the direction of female characteristics. I don't know, it's no, probably non-binary. It's uh, I mean, probably I mean, somewhere. That, that she, she seems to, 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 to know very well this uh, theme she, she writes about, no? uh, or she's interested uh, at least in, in, in writing about this. Yeah, no, the, the, definitely. Like uh, for what I saw of her or yeah, her, I guess. Um, it's, uh, she writes a lot about uh, dysphoria and uh, gender issues. And, um, well, yeah, this uh, transgender issues, a lot of that. And, and this book, the one where this story is included with, along with other short stories, is centered in, in the body, in, in what is to live with, uh, with a body. Yeah, what we were saying, gender dysphoria, illness, parasites, that kind of stuff, transness, the, the struggle of being bio, bio, biological, biological in, uh, in the world with a body. Yeah, I didn't know her background, but I don't think you could write this story if you weren't part of that world. Like, it's so specific and it's so... Like even like the bars that they go to, she must have lived in this, been part of this community or this culture, like at some point. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this story was interesting. So what we were saying beginning about, okay, it's a parasite, but all the introduction to the story and everything talks about it as being an STD. And, um, that was kind of an interesting metaphor. I mean, it makes sense that if you're writing a book focusing on body and things that affect the body, especially in the queer community, that HIV is going to be like a part of that. Um, I don't know what it, I thought it was interesting. There was the character, I don't remember his name, the guy at the bar and is heavily implied that he has HIV or 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 his partner did his partner did and is interesting the main the narrator saying like oh he was still living in the 80s like he was still seeing these 
this as a death sentence, like these um, parasites or infections as a as a death sentence, which it was. Now it's not, and just which is what made me connect, even without reading like the pre the introduction stuff, connect the parasite to like the sexually transmitted um, infections, and just how much that affected the world of gay people for so long and how it's different it's kind of this big divide I think between like people who are in their 20s in the 80s and 90s and people who are in their 20s now and it's just like a big dividing factor how now it's just like uh eh, it's not such a big deal even though, like it should be it should be taken seriously but I think kids see it as not such a big deal and how about then it was a distance Like, I, I was born in San Francisco in the late 80s. And I remember we delivered meals to people who were homebound with AIDS. And, like, yeah, that was, like, some of my earliest memories of seeing people who are suffering with this horrible disease and how much it affects you. And even they were pretty lucky because they were still living at home, but they couldn't really go out. And And now... Yeah, seeing the attitude of like the narrator is like, ah, eh, he's living in the past. Like it's not such a big deal. Like you don't have to worry about it. And to know, for me, it's interesting given my like background and where I grew up. <laughs> I didn't connect it, and it's interesting because I I assume they were like a, a gay couple, uh, two men. But maybe it's because I. I really wanted to be like more abstract. Like I don't really enjoy like reading medical stuff and disease stuff. <laughs> Maybe that's why <laughs> I was a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see the the connection. I, I mean, I did see the connection with HIV. But uh, you're talking about the old the man at the bar who who she gives he, he gives money to to get his partner yeah. who died. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I didn't. I, I, I think you're totally right now that you point it out. So I didn't see it at the time. I'm sure there are many, many things that I still haven't seen. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's lots of things I missed too. It's like there's mm-hmm. a lot of references, very quick little references. So I don't know. I have to read it again. That's <laughs> a point to pick up on everything. <laughs> Yeah, following. Sorry, you have to read it more than once to even get a grasp of what is going on. And I, I was going to say, like about the the medical staff and being quite scatologic. Uh, it's it's also quite brutal in the honesty on how um, it's what is happening is is written like nothing is hidden for us for for convenience or to edulcorate it into a more beautiful way of telling the story quite the opposite is this is the pure reality this is what is happening it's me sitting it's me with a parasite inside me it's me in in my what my body can be the worst and this is where it is really so one has to appreciate that at least it's an honest writing Yeah, and it, it was interesting. I think well, Andrea was kind of already saying this, but the tie between 
the scene where he's shitting and it's such a relief to just get everything out. And the scene where the very last, I think it's like the last sentence where he calls his partner and just spews everything like, okay, this is what happened and this is everything I'm feeling and blah, blah, blah. And this is everything that I've been holding inside. And it's such a relief to not have it like there simmering inside all the time and just like throw it out. It doesn't say whether that's like a good thing or a bad thing, but I guess it works. makes you feel better in the moment. Yeah. And why, why is he not take, taking the medication? Is it just to, so he feels, because he doesn't take it just before going to the bar. I assume it's just so he can, I don't know, get everything out in the bar. Or do you know what I mean? Or is this a long going thing? I think it's meant to be ongoing. There's some line where it talks about a little graveyard of pills or something like in the yard. Like it's something that he does ritualistically I don't know I interpret it as like punishing himself like I feel so bad about what I've done that I deserve to feel all the pain that goes along with the disease like I don't I shouldn't feel any relief but I don't know well maybe the story is just a a metaphor of how guilty he feels for cheating on his boyfriend and the parasite is just a, a metaphor, a physical metaphor. They catch the parasite, but the problem is uh, some somewhere else. No? Yeah. What what makes uh, him feel so so badly is uh, not the book, but the cheating or the relationship that he he can't find um, how to 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 deal with. No? Hmm. Yeah, I think definitely hmm. it has to affect you holding everything inside and having this big secret. And I guess, I mean, I guess the, that we're supposed to understand that the, his partner doesn't know that he cheated on him until the very end when he gives him the message. So he's holding on to this big secret and going along with this game of like, oh, we don't know where we got this parasite. It's a mystery. And I mean, it's even, even more than cheating, right? Because maybe in the context or of the relationship or whatever, cheating wouldn't be so bad, but he gives him, his partner, an STD and doesn't say anything about it. That's even worse. Like the guilty one yeah. must feel, especially if they are both under treatment for the thing that he gave it to, gave to, to the other one, must be quite big. Yeah, he 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 uh, has his partner uh, physically ill uh, because of his actions. No? Yeah. Hmm. And what about this? Uh, sorry, yeah, what sorry. what about what about this rat uh, for um, something? That, uh, <laughs> that that's another character, yeah. is it? You know? Yeah. Yeah, the online forum or whatever. Rat Rat A five seven four who tries to, to sell him the, the 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 poison for the weed. For the weed. Yeah, I wasn't sure how to tie that into the 
larger metaphor of of everything. And and he talks to to Tilda Swinton too. No? So yeah. he he has a lot of people to talk to, to in his inside brains. Maybe it's just um. Ah, oh, to first again, Jessica. Jessica, <laughs> that's a bit. Jessica, we're losing you. <laughs> now you're back. I, I can still hear you all when I freeze. Mm. I'll have you know. Um, the the rat, the um, insecticide, maybe just he's thinking about a radical solution of some sort of getting rid of all his problems once and for all. I don't know. Mm. It's an idea. idea. Yeah, could be. Uh, I took a rat as a, as a character in the story as a friend. Like in a classic story, it would have been the typical friend that you go to have some beers or, or something. And nowadays, and in this story, is uh, a chat friend, someone you meet in the internet and you have a conversations with, that uh, sometimes you have can have a, a deep connection with someone over the internet and talk about topics that maybe you wouldn't tell to a physical friend or, or something like that. So, yeah, it's just another character, another friend, but online, someone he just chats with. Maybe it's also like a metaphor. It's like the boys that tell you to run away from your problems. <laughs> yeah, or the, the opposite. Like, because the narrator is trying to find this gentle solution to the weeds like he wants to use something organic and he's like well maybe we can just leave them alone it's fine like they're plants and the rat is telling him no there's no other solution you have to rip the head off shove the poison yeah. down their throats and deal with it that also makes sense and then like <laughs> at the end that's kind of what, like he kind of rips the bandit off like he tells his partner everything he's trying to kind of tiptoe around it before then and be like oh maybe I'll just leave it it'll be fine or you know let's find a, an easy solution that I don't have to do anything crazy but then in the end he has to tell him he has to you know, take the yeah. bones in or whatever and see what happens yeah. <clears throat> destroy everything to start over yeah take the risk <laughs> Yeah. Have, has you read any more stories? Anybody? By, by her? By her? No. No. I will be interested on in, in reading what happens next on this one, like how the partner reacts. Like, um, is he going to get angry? Is he going to say what will happen? I dare to say he's not going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah, um, I I I really wonder whether this author is very prolific. Has he written? Does anyone know? Has he written much more stories or compilations? Not that I know of. Large Animals, which is the title of the book where this story is included, is from twenty seventeen. So. I guess he didn't have much time to write anything else, maybe another 
another book. Let's see what Goodreads says. No, that's the last one, Large Animals. I didn't know about him for this. No, I didn't know her. I uh, I just was looking for short stories to do for for the discussion. I was trying to find some more diverse authors as we do. So I was looking for like LGBT um, sh authors and short stories, and this was one that came up and it sounded interesting. So. Yeah, it's certainly different. I don't discard yeah, yeah. to another discussion about uh, one of the other stories in, in the book, just for Eugenia. I, I hope they are very different. I really like the, the concept of gender um, discussions and everything, but not like this one. I thought it was a nice inclusion because, um, yeah, uh, it, um, it's like the. I, I was hoping it would be when, when I read that, uh, and, well, and, and I deduced, because I deduced, I didn't read it. I deduced that it was about two, two men in a, in a romantic relationship. I thought it was going to be like the Missadel story that was very good. I was like, I really like it. Oh, we can have exclusive different kind of literature, almost always picked out by Mo, that is nice and, and fun and, and, and provides some very, very interesting topics. But this one was just too confusing. Please, I don't want to read anything more by this person. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. But but uh, I like complicated stuff every now and then. Like, not even complicated. Just, like, that makes you think, makes you work, makes you Challenging. interpret. And, yeah. and, and, you know, it's like, yeah. I like this. believe, I think, that the Ulysses was more easy to read than this. But it was. <laughs> But yeah, I think it's nice. Um, I wanted to dislike a story for a change because recently <laughs> I like too much stories and it's it's fun to once in a while read something that is like, hmm, what is this? <laughs> what, what did I just read? <laughs> I, I can't swallow this. I, I can't. <laughs> uh, at, least, at least it wasn't a whole book. <laughs> yes. A whole novel out of this. <laughs> Maybe a, a whole... <laughs> A whole novel would have been one of these works where you start like, oh my God, I don't understand anything, what is happening, but then you get so much into it that you get deep into the world and start seeing everything. That happens to me with uh, with Pinto, with Thomas Pinto. Like the first pages is like, what the fuck is going on? But then you keep reading and it's like you are suddenly inside this marvelous world of, of crazy things happening around where you just get information and information and process it the best way you can and the result is sometimes most of the literary works that have been written like the pieces like the rainbow gravity rainbow and, and and those things like if this story had been um a long novel maybe we will have got so much into it that we will have ended liking it well i really like it yeah, it's true. And also, even if that didn't happen and, I, and we didn't slowly get into it, it may happen like one of those kinds of kind of books that um, it doesn't have to be very long. But just just because they are novels, 
you start reading it and you've invested already so much time reading it that you're like, I can't just drop it. I have to finish it. <laughs> just just to, to be able to say, I finished this book. It was very hard, but I finally did it. <laughs> and yeah, if, if it's a long novel, you can, there's more of a chance that you can find things you like in it than a short story. But my, my approach is um, more like um, just splashing into it and, and letting go. Uh, just let, let yourself yeah. go and wherever uh, they want to take you. And uh, there are there are some things that in long in long novels, I mean, there are some things that uh, you understand. There are other uh, ones that uh, not so much, but uh, you plunge there and you travel again. <laughs> You change, uh, you you go, you you get to an, a, a whole new place, and that's uh, uh, that's uh, beautiful for me. That's that that's okay. This 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 short story reminded me. I don't know why, because I I read many years ago this novel by Roberto Bolaños, the Wild Detectives. Oh, so good that novel. Well, I, I read it many years ago. I, I hardly remember anything <laughs> about about that, that novel. But this story reminded me of, of that. I don't know why. <laughs> and I, it didn't remind me of the novel, but the, the Los Defectives Salvajes, the, I guess the translation is The Wild Detectives, this 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 character, which is young and meets some friends he saves, and they do like a group in an underground kinda uh, um, group where they write poetry and they become real visceralistas to talking in on their poetry and their writings on, on a very special way, and then they they travel to meet their idols and and to find something I can't remember what some, some mouth or someone yeah yeah it, it, it could be some, somehow without the queer part without the transgender or the, 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 the part and without being so focused in the body issues but uh, somehow could be yeah yeah sounds more interesting than this story it, it reminds me of, of, of uh, by the description you will you will give it's, it sounds a bit like um, the Dead Poet Society, and I love, I love yeah, that's that. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I remember I watched it for the first time um, when I was traveling through England uh, in a in a in a in an economy bus for ten hours during the night. It was horrible, and uh, the bathroom was. Um, was out of service so it was a, a horrible trip and I rem um, we had gotten into a car accident so it was horrible and I had that movie downloaded and I watched it with my two friends and my friends were like yeah it was a good movie and I was sobbing and crying for the whole trip I couldn't <laughs> stop crying and it was so beautiful and so ah, I loved it um, and I just got reminded of it reminded of me of um, uh, <laughs> Martin Amis I don't know if you know him is Kingsley Amis's son. The, mm. It's it's not no. gender, but it's, uh, it's he uses stream of consciousness and it's very sexual. Mm. Um, repeat the, the name. What? Martin, Martin Amis. Amis. Martin Amis. Okay. It's Kingsley Amis's son. Never heard of. 
of neither of them. He, he wrote the Rachel papers and I think porn is his as well. It's all very sexual and strange mental conversations and confusing. They're hard books to get through, but right from the beginning, it reminded me of him. Yeah, it sounds like this story already. I've got porn in my, books, in my bookcase and I haven't managed to get past the first chapter yet. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds ominous. <laughs> maybe not. Um, and it reminded me a lot of, maybe it's because we just read On the Road a month ago or whatever, but it reminded me a lot of the beat poets and like this, first of all, this stream of consciousness technique, which they loved. And also this, yeah, kind of gritty, like it's it's about the body, it's about drugs, it's about sex, it's about not necessarily nice sex and and yeah I don't know remind it kind of felt like an offshoot or like a evolution of that genre of Kerouac and um the other guy whose name I never remember Burroughs William Burroughs something like that <clears throat> which I have the same reaction to it's like I like it for a bit and I like the idea of the this literary style but yeah after a while I'm like oh all of your characters are horrible people I don't want to like spend any more time with you so mm, <laughs> I mean that's, that's okay <laughs> they suggested on the road and it, I didn't make any connection between them <laughs> other than the stream of consciousness style of course but um, but yeah, Underworld was also full of unlikable characters that made you grit your teeth and be like, yeah, you're not a very good human being. <laughs> I think we can all agree on that. But uh, yeah, now that you say it, the relationship between Neil Cassidy and, and William Burroughs being both of them poets and, and being, being Neil Cassidy being married for three times and always cheating on his wife with, with Burroughs is, is interesting. Yeah, it's uh, I can definitely see a parallel but that I hadn't noticed before. But I liked On the Road more than this and I didn't like on the road that much so <laughs> I guess that speaks good for on the road I guess it's more innocent it's more innocent it's more your style it's of its era for mm. sure yeah it's my I was personal looking, looking up uh, Martin Amis and uh, it's described as uh, on the Guardian as terrible compulsive vividness in his style which matches this story so yeah there's some parallel there and also matches the new york times uh, has called him the master of what is called the new unpleasantness unpleasantness unpleasant unpleasantness yeah so the new unpleasantness is, is something which these stories and these authors <laughs> seem to be categorized in. So they fit. It fits this story. It's definitely it's new a, and it's unpleasant. It's definitely an impressive introduction, to say the least. <laughs> like this story is in, instead of this, uh, this is the new black, this color is the new black, this story is the new pleasant. It's, it's interesting, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if it makes me want to read it or some other people it might be a turn off but i don't know it certainly catches your attention and yeah i think it's uh, i i you definitely have to recognize that it's original and bold not any not many people would would be brave enough to write 
and describe things like that. I have to read more about this because it seems, seems interesting what they can do with this thing, with this new thing. It says the absurdity of the postmodern condition with its grotesque caricatures. It also fits the, the, the story somehow. <laughs> Hello, oh, cat. That, that cat is the, the opposite of the neon placement. <laughs> that cat is the same as mine. She's beautiful. You have my cat. <laughs> is it very similar to yours? No, yeah, mine's a bit darker, but yeah. Mm. Teletransportation. <laughs> what is his name? No doubt, even if it's not a cat, sorry. She's curious. What did you say, Sadi? Did you mention something? Oh, I said that what is the name of this cat? <laughs> She's called. What do you call him? Indy. 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 I didn't know like, that name. <laughs> no, it's a nice name. I actually like it. I adopted her. Yeah. I didn't want to change it. It sounded cute. And she answered to that, so. Yeah. Yeah, he's so cute. He's very funny. She has this bell <laughs> that always oh. sounds whenever she she moves. So, she's very so, funny. Sadiq, I'm... It's easier I'm, for you to... Yeah, yeah at, at the end. Go ahead. Uh, I, I'm curious because sometimes when you just said before that you didn't uh, get the, the story, like understand it completely, but sometimes I don't understand the stuff, but I still like it or dislike it. Like, for example, when I, the first time I saw Mulholland Drive, you know, the movie by David Lynch, I didn't understand anything, but I loved it so much. Like the visuals, the, the, the plot that wasn't a plot, what was happening. I was like, oh, this is so cool. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Now I have to think what I just saw. Like if someone asked me, What's the movie about? I, I don't know. I don't know what the movie is about, but I enjoyed it. I liked it. So I wonder if this happened to do with this story, that you liked it or dislike it, independently of understanding what it said. Regarding uh, Martin Agnes, I, I, I have read nothing uh, by him, but um, I... I uh, <laughs> If you want to know uh, my literary references, I, I, I knew that he existed because uh, he's mentioned in Bridget Jones' uh, diary by oh. Helen, <laughs> Helen <laughs> Fielding. <laughs> really? This is like they don't yeah. match. Sorry? Like they don't match. Um, right. But uh, in the novel, he he appears. Uh, he's a character in in a oh. party in, in the novel. <laughs> she ran across uh, <laughs> this guy, and she's uh, completely embarrassed. Of course, uh, <laughs> that that's why I I knew that Martin Amis uh, was an important uh, author. In, he's, he's British, is he? British, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I knew Kingsley Amos, but I didn't know his son was also an author. By the, by the way, I recommend you this British Jones Diary novel because it's, a, it, it's really good. It's a, it, it has nothing to do with a, a movie. And uh, it, it's... A, <laughs> It's uh, very fun. 
and intelligent and uh, it's it's very light uh, i really light uh, reading and everything but it's uh, it's a good novel <laughs> i read it many many years ago probably when it came up or when the movie became famous or, or something and i found it funny but too light-hearted it was like like another bestseller but it was funny though yeah so i just know then, that the movies are very bad i i the first one is fine it's not a masterpiece but but the other ones oh my god they're horrible they're, <laughs> they're even bad for a rom-com i didn't mm. like them no, but the novels are uh, some other thing. Too first. Always the book is better than the movie. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised there. <laughs> Andrea, I had so much fun yesterday when you were like, is there a book of that movie? <laughs> I look for the for the movie. The <laughs> yeah. Not not for the book, for the movie. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and another thing uh, I wear uh, on the road, the, which I read uh, <laughs> as well. Uh, some I don't remember when, but I I I I couldn't I didn't like it at all. I I couldn't. <laughs> The opposite of me. You like this story, but you didn't like on the road. I liked on the road so much after I read this story. I I, I didn't understand it. I didn't really understand anything about the, the book. And it's so famous and all that. Yeah, I get to pull, the poll, the poll. The <laughs> pull a bad review. Watch <laughs> marks from oh, one to ten of the people that Oh, but it, it yeah. needs a comment to go with the mark, otherwise it doesn't make sense. Right. And also I can't vote. I can't vote either. You can't vote, Mo, okay. No. Okay. That's, that's, because that's I'm like good. the co-host or something, so I can't vote. I have, and, I mean, and now, I have a can't you vote now? Uh, well, now You're I can. You're no host anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now I can. Okay. <laughs> I have a better opinion now than when I started. But I don't know what to Me vote too. either, so that's the problem. Like, I have no idea. Could be anywhere. But now you have the responsibility to vote. <laughs> I know. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of times I ask for these uh, encuestas and then I realize <laughs> I don't even know what I should do. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. someone, someone didn't vote one of you. <laughs> I voted. Sure, I voted. Very passionate. Well, this is democracy. You have the right not to vote. Well, except in Italy and some not other countries. Oh my God, yeah. yeah, I remember in in um in one of my law courses, um, the example that was given uh, of a country that was forced the citizens to vote was Argentina. You can be fine if you mm. don't vote. And I was like, yeah, there's some countries like that in Italy as well. You have to vote. Or oh. you know, pay a fine. <laughs> yeah, fine. They don't put you in jail for not voting. <laughs> How not? I don't know. I yes, think yeah, it's in, fine. in countries like North Korea, it, it would be it would make sense if you don't. Well, don't if think they vote in well, North Korea, if you but... vote, yeah, then you're gonna. <laughs> they had mock elections and you didn't vote for the supreme leader. Though they would be like, 
Okay, concentration camp you go. So different. So spread out. Okay, it's yeah. like all of the odd numbers. Both oh are supposed to, to be secret, <laughs> but we know that the one is is uh, heavy. <laughs> Three I is guess. Andrea. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the five, maybe five? Jessica. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to get. Oh, the five is Jessica. Alia, you're so good at this. <laughs> yeah, the seven is Aurora. Oh. And yeah, the nine no, is no, no, the nine is Aurora. Oh. Seven was me. I knew that. <laughs> That's good. My vote will have been a nine too if I could vote. But you had vote, so there's no nine here. So if you give it a zero, and you've given it a one, so your opinion has improved. <laughs> yeah, it has improved. Also, yeah, I can't vote a zero. zero. <laughs> but no, yeah, I wouldn't have voted a zero. It's it, it improved a bit. Not much, but it improved a bit. Yeah, no, I came to the before we we, we started with a seven or an eight. And I will vote now a solid nine. So <laughs> no, like for me, the, the, this debate is interesting, but the story. But the story isn't. Yeah, it's not, yeah. <laughs> it's the same. We go have yeah. the, the, uh, we go have this debate without <laughs> reading the story. Yeah. Like, what do you think about? <laughs> no, but, um, uh, for me, it was not so clear at the beginning, but uh, after the discussion, I see the, the story more um, clearly, and, and everything um, fits. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 my story the went up a little bit. Uh, sorry? You're the opposite. You're the most, uh, the most uh, passionate defend defender of this story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's very cool. But I knew no. the nine was someone, going to work. Someone had to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, I That's mean, the best. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. No one voted the same. Yeah, that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> and we only voted for odd numbers. Nobody voted an even number. It was all one, three, yeah. nine, seven, nine. Jack, we all agreed what was going to be a vote. <laughs> we just... yeah. I mean, because we are just uh, seven. If we were more... Yeah, there would be more. No. Yeah, others like... were not even down at all. It was very, very... Yeah, yeah this Respect. was definitely the most polarizing story. <laughs> voted on anyway the yeah. one with the one of the diary of el diario de porfiria bernal was also a bit low i remember that the results were a bit mixed or it wasn't oh maybe i'm confusing it with another but i don't, I don't remember I, I remember i didn't like it very much <laughs> <laughs> I think that for the Spanish one, when we are a lot of people, like the the marks, it's only like seven, eight. It's like, I don't know. The average. Yeah. It's too much. The Spanish ones are getting out of hand. Like a discussion like this, within one hour, we're going to do one hour, one and a half. It's, it's perfect. That's fine. But the Spanish ones, we were 24 yesterday, and it was like way too many people. But um, the one yesterday, I think it was better than the last ones because yeah, it was okay. really, um, really, how to say it. Like, <laughs> yeah, handle the, like, the dynamics of the Yeah, she really, yeah. Um, led it the right way so that we, so that it didn't get too confusing or too, like, agitated like people saying but i wanted to say this to the thing that you said uh an hour and a half ago and <laughs> that didn't happen yesterday yeah. and i thought it, it was much more organic the flow was mo so much better yesterday than in other ones 
even though there were so many people. Actually, I was I was like really surprised with the the Elena Garro one because I think it was so well because people who normally text a lot was so confused about that story. <laughs> I didn't tag Maybe it was my impression, but I don't know. Maybe they, they didn't talk as much as normally. So right? <laughs> stories are good to to the discussion in general. You have in the Spanish ones, you have like 24, 30 people all in little squares. Yeah, yeah 20 normally. 21. Yeah, not as much as 30, I believe, but. No, we never reach 30. Yeah, there's been some days. Around but 20, I guess. But in other ones, they're like, I I remember the Laura Gallego one was quite because it was a um, uh, autora juvenil. <laughs> Not so many people come, but yeah, there are some. I, I believe there were some other ones. Uh, the poems, no, the poems one, no. There was there have been a few ones in Spanish that were so many people, like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen people. That's manageable, I think. Yeah. For me, the perfect number is between 10 and 15 for a discussion. Yeah, the English ones with 12 people are usually very, very, yeah, good. very well. I want in Spanish, I want to try out as most like diverse authors and new authors as well. But the thing is, like, it's more difficult to find stories uh, like this one in Spanish. Yeah, they're more common in English, much more common. Yeah. Sadly. <laughs> But yeah, I, I think um, the um, it's very it's very thoughtful and very interesting to have this this kind of different stories written by different kind of authors exploring these kind of themes because I remember that the Minsedale one was very good and we explored a lot of different topics and uh, it was a very interesting and, and happy discussion. I I really enjoyed it. I remember which one. The Miss Adele by Sadie Smith. Oh, okay. You remember that one? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where? <laughs> you were there, I remember. I was, I was. I didn't understand <laughs> you. And, and yeah, so it, it, it's very cool that we can, in the English ones, choose this type of authors and diverse representation. Oh, in Spanish, we had the Timamanda one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> okay, I, sh I will leave you to the next one. Yeah, which one is the next one? Because I, I think that we can stop here, all of us, right? How do you mm -hmm. think? Yeah. yeah. Ah, didn't, didn't, something. didn't you organize the next one? Yeah, the, the science next fiction. one is... Yeah, Adrian, science night. fiction. It must have been you, Adrian. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, it's a Chinese woman writing science fiction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. About <laughs> dragons. So yeah. that can go wrong. Oh, it cannot. <laughs> yeah, Chinese it can woman. Mechanical, mechanical dragon horse. Like yeah. the one in the picture. Exactly like, like that. Hierbo <laughs> Blanco has turned me into a fan of Ken Liu. Yeah, it's translated so, yeah, by Ken I'm, Liu, right? I'm a fan of Ken Liu right now. Like, <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> it's, yeah, a big 
translator of Chinese yeah. like he was like the only one for a while yeah. Yeah. I think if you don't like him you're stuck with him yeah <laughs> he's good I think he, he translates very good probably because he's a, a writer himself so yeah. that helps yeah. but, but not only that like this story uh, I read it in a, like a compilation of like Chinese science fiction author, so um, mm. he, he was uh, like the one making this compilation impossible, so it's like promoting Chinese science fiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like he literally is like responsible for bringing Chinese science fiction to the, yeah. the West, like he just started totally. doing it as a fashion and then like he's brought so many authors to, to light, some including some that weren't published in China like they weren't they yeah. didn't get find a contract in China but they published their work first in the US I guess in, in English and then it got so popular and uh, I I remember a novel I can't remember its name but it was similar to the one we read of Tixin Liu <laughs> and that one like was it uh, it became so popular that Chinese publishers took an interest in it and it became very popular yeah. also in China and I thought that was very interesting it was like reverse yeah. translation yeah <laughs> totally. and it's all thanks to Ken Liu yeah he started the ball rolling for sure <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's our next story on Thursday do we okay. have another one programmed no right no I don't think Not yet. I'm thinking of something for next Sunday I don't know what. Do you have any suggestions? Suggestions? Whatever it's uh... Japanese author. Suggestion. Japanese author. I I I always keep yeah. saying it, but I don't do it. So <laughs> I haven't found any like Korean author. Like I have been trying my best, but <laughs> but there's there isn't any anything like well, available online. Yeah, available yeah, online. Sure, sure, format. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's why it's difficult. I meant to the last in the last discussion I I chose, but then the cat sorry appeared and I couldn't help myself. <laughs> but yeah, I want to find a Japanese short story. So at the end, you have that suggestion, but Which you'll one? probably end up choosing science fiction <laughs> and Chinese science fiction <laughs> again. And actually, I found about this this author, like the one on the next discussion, uh, Xia, Xia, in like reading, <laughs> I read it as, as it was like Korean characters. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, in the the magazine World Clock, I think it's called, like it, it has a lot of like science fiction hmm. uh, short stories. Oh yeah, like, like from a lot of authors. Mostly American, I think. But... Yeah, I think it's an American magazine. Yeah, as always. <laughs> there are a lot of us. So yeah, I think for English, yeah, <laughs> literature. But I think that's cool because yeah. I think a lot of my favorite novels are American. We have such a classic as On the Road that we all love. <laughs> sure. No, but really, the road. Yeah, American fiction is very. And the road, yes. <laughs> the road. On the road and the road is also <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so see you, see you soon. the next one. Bye. 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 Bye.